So, so what you're saying is, is that it's, it is uh, effectively like knockoff. It is knockoff, but it's the best of the knockoffs. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. Even white trash can be classy. <laughs> uh, if if you squint hard enough, yes. Uh, <laughs> wrote the wrote uh, Carmelo's and Reese's peanut butter cups are like the uh, oh I remember the five are like the five star recruit that every coach wants on their football team, and these Casey's brand candy bars are like the walk ons that are scrapping as hard as they can to be on the team, still pay for their own college, not get the scholarship. And then just hope someday that they'll be accepted and maybe get like two years of free school. And I just say thank you for <laughs> the the world's best analogy that I, that would help me understand what you're trying to get at. Like that was custom tailored <laughs> to help me understand what you were saying. So thank you. I appreciate it. I, I, I love it when people break it down to my level. You know, that's, that's very, very helpful. That didn't make it more confusing whatsoever. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Anywhere. Yeah, literally, the Illuminati just took him away. Pisses me off. The Have same, we, the same Illuminati that took away the Lay's ones back in the day. Yeah, uh, haven't found a freaking barbecue. Haven't found a bag of those barbecue chips in like a year in any cases. Well, maybe it's, it's been less than a year, but it's still, annoying. I think it's very sad. obvious what happened here. Uh, Big Ruffle saw that they were going to lose sales because of absolutely how on fire all the rumblings behind the scenes were about how good this chip was. And so they, you know, they threw their muscle in there, leaned on some people and poof, it's gone. And also welcome to the back rows and bonfires. <laughs> and uh, episode 68. Thanks for joining. Us. Also, um, Let's make it so you don't have to take out a second mortgage to buy beef jerky. <laughs> that's not I, all Casey's Nobody fault. can stop that. that yep. That's that's gone. Yeah. Um and while we're while we're making positive changes, <laughs> let's uh let's try to remember what we were gonna say so we can make our point next time, Adam. That's what we should do. <laughs> <laughs> it just I mean, completely I, left me. I mean I did kind of like show. Oh, rap. I know what I was gonna say. There you go. Uh, when you make your Casey's brand donut holes, let's make them not taste like diesel fuel thank you This is uh, episode 68 of the Back Roads and Bonfires podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed all that food talk teaser, there's more coming. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> joining me. as uh, By the way, I'm Adam. And joining me, <laughs> as always, is uh, a man who taught me everything I know when it comes to algebra, who helped me oh, wow. get a uh, B minus in chemistry in high school. Would have been a D minus, so that's not a slight. Um, <laughs> Thank 
thank you for that. And taught me everything I know about podcast editing and is uh, <laughs> self-proclaimed people so champ. Yeah. Brad Hahn. <laughs> Hello, Brad. Uh Thank you for that uh, warm, uh, very thoughtful intro. But for the record, one nit to pick. It, I I might be a self-proclaimed people's champ, but in the small circle of uh, board game aficionados that went to Elta High School and graduated in the year 2005, I am actually currently the people's champ. So let's not let's really? not uh, exaggerate too much. Uh, self-proclaimed, but it, it's earned. I'm still in my year long. I didn't uh, know that you were uh, if you, that you were referring to that. That is true. Then you are a champion. I mean, I wasn't, but as soon as I heard you slight me, my brain went into instant. How do I turn this around? Mode. Whoa, so. whoa, 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 whoa! Time <laughs> to get defensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, born to be a lawyer, uh, except for the broke part. You know. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got some stuff to get off my chest. No. First, tell us, get it, you know, lay, lay bare what has been bothering you, because uh, that is what the audience has come for is exactly. really for truly just a one way street of therapy. That's mm-hmm. pretty much what they're here for. Yep. And I'm here to be Dr. Pedersen. <laughs> uh, I got to grind my gears. Wow. It's been a long Starting time. off with the grinds my gears. So wow. in scary movies, I'm watching scary movies or scary TV shows. I'm watching Stranger Things. The other night, by the way, mm. fantastic show. Almost done with season three. I was going to say, for the record, he's just getting started. This isn't him watching the new season, regardless yes. of the timing. This just is getting Adam started. just getting started. But the fact that you're in season three already, congratulations, you've passed me. Yep. So. <laughs> little sleep, little sleep, a lot of late nights and early mornings. How many times have you had to rewatch an episode because you started two minutes in and then missed mm. the, the remaining 98% of the episode? Uh, or are you just catching like if you fall asleep during an episode, do you just watch like the recap at the beginning of the next episode? You're like, yeah, I remember. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I got to go back and rewatch it. I don't remember how many last night, though. I did. Speaking of, I, I sat down, um, got home from Storm Lake at a Bible study. It's about 1030, sat down to watch uh, the new episode of Deadliest Catch. Mm, and yes. I woke up Riveting on my television. I woke up on my couch at 3:57 in the morning. <laughs> and I think I saw quite possibly 7 minutes of deadliest catch. <laughs> and I But for the record, like wh- <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, I contemplated. I was like, well, I got looks like about 5 5 and a half hours of sleep. Probably wasn't great sleep, but do I just stay up, make coffee and watch more stranger things or do I go to bed? And I opted for going to bed. Smart, which smart. consisted of looking at TikTok for an hour, yep, yep sleeping yep. for approximately another forty, and then getting up. So basically, I should have just stayed up. Well, yes, <laughs> you gonna I mean, you'd be asleep right now had you done that. But true, I respect it. I, I was my first question was going to be that three fifty seven has to be awfully close to your actual wake up time. So I, <laughs> in my head, I was like, this really isn't all that bad. But the fact <laughs> that you dicked around for an hour and forty, so eh, you know. Close, close. Yep. Yeah, it's a uh, solid effort. The The routine is usually that I will um, I'll get in my spot on the couch mm-hmm. and yeah. and I lay my the head sleep. The spot where sleep happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I lay my head back <laughs> and close my eyes and think, oh, this is just going to feel great for like 30 seconds. I'm still going to listen to the show <laughs> while it's going. I'm not going to miss uh, anything. And then I usually wake up hours later. Uh huh. Yeah. The what's, routine. 
what's that thing about uh about insanity like doing the same thing expecting different results yeah Yeah, weird weird that you constantly fall asleep on your designated sleep spot on the couch and yet uh you keep going back to it and thinking to yourself this is just a momentary eye closing head in the in (laughs) head in the upright not the non-upright position you definitely stowed the head away uh you know yeah so back to the point I was, try- I was talking about <laughs> earlier. Um, uh, I was, I'm watching ago. Stranger Things. There it is. And uh, what grinds my gears is in oh. like scary shows or movies when someone's under attack, whether it's a monster, an actual killer, a ghost, a demon, whatever it is, something oh, traumatic is after. happening. Yeah. They wit- They witness something horrible, like say they watch the demon thing kill someone else, and then... They just sit there staring at it like bewildered or, or they scream and just look at it. But they, they waste 10 seconds where they could have been running away to hide or go prepare themselves with weaponry. They just sit there and stare at it with wide eyes like, oh, my gosh, why aren't you running? Why are you <laughs> allowing this guy the chance to stay closer to you? You could put some gap between you. Chances are you're going to get killed anyway. But there's less of a chance if you would just learn some survival skills. I I get it. And, you know, uh, you've heard me say this complaint a thousand times to you, so I won't even bother. I won't even go into the fact that it's a show (laughs) meant to entertain. We're not going to go there. I'm going to I'm going to try a different approach today. Uh, So I'm not even going to ask you personally, because I, I don't think you would admit it on air that there might've been a time in your life where you kind of froze just like awestruck in a situation. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you very close to a situation. So the, the situation I'm going to bring up is our good friend, Joel, who the time when the side of the barn just started falling in his general direction Mm -hmm. and he didn't really (laughs) know what to do other than stand there and pray that he wasn't about to be squished. Yeah. And he magically front row seat to this. And magically, the one window on that side of the barn uh, fit Joel perfectly, like a key into a hole. Mm -hmm. He came out unscathed from the entire situation. You yourself thought he was dead. Sure did. And when you've said these, when 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 you have recounted this story in the past, not (laughs) once did you ever say. Joel is such an idiot for not immediately sprinting away. It was just more of a, how amazing is it that, you know, he fit in that hole and didn't die. So uh, that's what I bring to you. I mean, you know, if you're going to die on this hill, you might have to call Joel up and call him an idiot Mm. for not running immediately and freezing in that moment. Although running might have killed him in that situation. It's hard to say. Running would have killed him. At least injured him. The right. one way, the one way for him to be, to not be scathed happened. <laughs> so if he would have ran, it absolutely would have been a worse result. Interesting. So, so you know, I mean, I you know, maybe I've been wrong all these years. I would, and, Lord knows, I was wrong about how you should brush your teeth for about twenty years. And this could be the exception, not the rule. You know, I could just be throwing the absolute only scenario where standing is right but yeah i'm just saying i we're human and uh you know being caught off guard you know i, I think it, it's easy to point and say you're an idiot i think it's a fairly human reaction in a situation that your brain yeah. might not be able to compute death happens move on <laughs> move on <laughs> or or don't you know yeah or move down yeah 
by the way, I made new jorts today. Very exciting. Oh, gosh. That's, That's it. Just made jorts. I apologize to all of your neighbors. Yep. Very sorry. Yep. Sun's out. Thunder thighs out. Yikes. <laughs> Not where I saw that going, but uh, it ended much better. Sun's out, buns out, baby. Yeah, no. I have a uh, weekly observation oh. that I would like to get to here. Okay. What's the point of foot and toe hair? It's the most completely stupid thing of all time. Why do we have uh, foot and toe hair? It's unnecessary. <laughs> it gets twisted in your socks. It, and it hurts. It gets caught in your sandals. Why do we have foot and toe hair? There's no, there's no way there can be a purpose to it. It's dumb. This is my weekly observation. Is we should not have foot and toe hair. Uh, I don't know. The obvious answer... Uh, evolution we didn't have shoes there was probably a purpose maybe it helped protect them probably not I, I agree with you it sucks i do like the idea more that you're upset with god over like you know thanks for life but what this foot hair bro yeah. you know come on yeah. every time you when you talk about tangled i mean it sounds like your socks are having a full-on WWE wrestling match, like a cage match <laughs> with your toe hair. And, like, I get it. I've had, like, a hair get caught in a sock or something like that. You don't that, want to see what happens in one, inside of one of Adam Patterson's shoes. I just, like, the question in my brain starts turning into, like, like what material are your socks and or how long is this toe hair that it could, you know, uh, turn into an origami project? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking getting, down at my feet right now. It's pretty hairy. It's like that. My toe hairs are like that one stray eyebrow. Some morning you wake up and it's like sticking straight off your face, like an inch long. Like, where did you come from? If you are a barefoot Bambi, reach out to us and let us know what that life is like because it's got to be exquisite. <laughs> well, it's that time again. We do it about once a month or I don't know, however many times we do it. Brett and I love to eat. Uh, I read food menus like most people who sit down and read a good book. I get excited about food, and so we're going to talk about some yum-yum in your tum-tum right now. Yeah. It is time for I like food. It is so yummy. I like it even more when it's in my tummy. Oh, boy. What's cooking? (laughs) I'm just going to start it off with I, I recently have eaten at a place I've been wanting to go to for many months, Okaboji Dough Company. A pizza joint in Okaboji, Iowa. My dad and I stopped there after a day of fishing. By the way, greatest day of fishing we've ever had in our life. Just absolutely slayed the bluegills. Um, Topped it off with a couple cold beers and some pizza. I said, I'll buy everything. Consider it your Father's Day present. Don't expect (laughs) anything from me on Father's Day. Just bought you a bunch of pizza and beer. So good. I watched them. They got. I watched them make it. They got one of them giant, like half circle looking, huge chimney pizza oven type things, mm-hmm. whatever they're called. But I got pizza a, ovens. Yes. Yeah, there it is. Hut hut. <laughs> I got a. Uh, we got two pizzas. One was called the Popeye. Had oven roasted chicken. This one okay. was. This one was mainly for me. Sure. Um, people out there are probably going to think that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It was not the Popeye. Sorry, I just about said the wrong thing. Love it. Love <laughs> one it. of them. One Love of them it. was the royal. Okay. This was the one my dad wanted. It had smoked okay. bit, smoked brisket, okay. bacon, caramelized onions, and Gruyere 
on barbecue okay. sauce okay. as the sauce for the pizza. And then for me, I went with the Club Med because I'm a fancy little biatch. And yeah. I got a, it had oven roasted chicken, tomato, red onions, fresh basil, and a house pesto sauce that was pine mm. nut free for all you nut allergy people out there. <laughs> you nut nuts. Yep. And boy, mm. was it good. I'm going to say your dad went with the better choice. Yours does not sound awful, but his sounds better. I'm a big fan of pestos and tomates and stuff. Mm-hmm. I fit right in there with like the right, right like the Portland crowd when it comes to food. Yeah, yeah, because because nothing screams I'm Italian like claiming that you're part of the Portland community. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, you got it. I recently also had a hot dog evening with some friends and. Oh. For those of you listening, I think you've heard me say many times that I love me an all-beef hot dog. (laughs) One of my favorite things on planet Earth. And we had Nathan's, Ballpark Franks as the dogs everyone did. And then uh, one one group of friends made Chicago dogs, which are Mm -hmm. just phenomenal. I made an Asian-style dog. You put a schmear of mayo on the bun, and then you put your dog... And then you put chopped up mint and carrots. Okay. And then you drizzle this Asian glaze sauce I made over top of it. Mm-hmm. I thought the mayo was going to be weird and it didn't make sense to me. But when that sauce and that mayo mixed, harmony. Complete, just blissful harmony. Was the sauce kind of like a sweet chili sauce or what are we talking Yes, here? sweet chili okay. was part of it. Sweet yeah. chili, rice vinegar, <clears throat> can't remember what else. But boy, was it good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of hot dogs, you should share you should share your hot dog adventure with us, Brett. All right. So call back to like four episodes ago uh, and just get into the nitty gritty of it. I finally made the journey to Marshalltown. Uh, not quite an hour, but pretty close. Uh, and let me tell you. Hey, Brett. This, uh, hey, Pat. What's cooking? Well, I forgot oh, to ask. Uh, it's OK. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on that stub note, my toe, just stub my toe. Uh, that Break. damn toe hair. I swear to uh, God, if yeah, that wasn't weighed, there. Weighed my toe down. I wasn't able to lift it over the leg. I just stubbed it on. <laughs> Only you had gotten the proper amount of sleep. Uh, <laughs> the Flying Elbow, Marshalltown, Iowa. Luckily had enough of an appetite to get two different dogs. They've got burgers as well, but I... So got there, and uh, I love me some chili dogs. So I got a 316 chili dog. Good old Stone Cold 316. It had... Um, Cheddar, pepper, jack, nacho cheese, sour cream. Uh, They had like nacho Doritos and chili cheese Fritos kind of crunched on it. Delicious. And that was, was, don't get me wrong, that was good. Uh, Wasn't life changing, but was very good. However, the other dog, the main eventer, you might say. The heavyweight title match. This thing was life changing changing and probably life affirming uh i got the jabroni dog Woo! this thing has wisconsin cheddar cheddar ruffles uh that are crunched up for texture this thing's got a sweet corn aioli delicious it had the people's barbecue sauce amazing but the creme de la creme the cream rises to the top Oh, yeah. It has 
pineapple sweet corn relish. When I tell you folks that this is the most magical ingredient that has ever been put onto a piece of food that I have then ingested, I'm telling you, not nightmares. Most people have nightmares about things that won't leave them alone. I have, I have dreams, full on, like lucid dreams where I feel like I'm eating this thing again. And then I wake up and then it becomes a nightmare because it's not real that I wasn't <laughs> eating it again. I have not eaten at a place so far away in my life that then made me think daily, do I need to drive another almost two hour round trip to eat this? Mm. I and Time to look for a house in Marshalltown. I'm telling you, I might need a quote unquote <laughs> summer home uh, RV that I could just. But the problem is I still got to drive to it. So what's the point of the home? You know what I mean? Where's Brett summering at Marshalltown? Marshalltown. Most people well, summer then, but, in, in Missouri or, or Arizona or Florida. Brett summers in Marshalltown. The, it's delicious. They have so many other things. It, it, it's in, it's insane. We had some fried cheese curds as well uh, that were amazing. And I mean, uh, just going through this this menu, they've got like a mac and cheese dog. They've got, uh, let's see, they, so that one's the Mr. Mac Man. Uh, they've got the Nacho Man with guacamole, jalapeno, salsa, <laughs> nacho Doritos, sour cream, nacho cheese, green red onion. Nacho Man, hot dog savage. They've got the Nature Boy, which has like an Asian peanut sauce and some pickled cabbage. Yep, that would be my favorite. They've got the Dragon, some sweet red pepper relish, pepper jack, spicy sweet. Uh, chili Doritos, Sriracha, you get it. It's a little hot. They got a bang bang mm. with some horsey sauce and fried jalapeno chips, cactus steak sauce. Hands down, if you're anywhere near Marshalltown, go to the Flying Elbow. Try yep. this amazing food. Try. And then don't be mad at me when you have to keep going back or at least think about it daily. I also heard uh, a review that the Corn dogs are next level, which <sighs> tough life. But I, I think I've landed as far as like the named dogs. I think the jabroni will. I don't think it could be dethroned. I don't even think I'm going to try to. I want to fill an entire swimming pool full oh of pineapple sweet corn relish. Yes. Do a yeah. picturesque, perfect no splash dive off the diving board into the deep end, and then just eat my way all the way to the shallow end yeah it uh yeah mm -hmm. you haven't and, even had it and that's what you want to do so imagine yep. imagine once you've actually yeah had that deliciousness mm. yep i completely when you said you had you were going to eat all three i ate uh four hot dogs at my hot dog night mm -hmm. completely when i was talking about them earlier just completely decided to not even mention two of them had a, had a mid-sentence stroke and just tossed it over to you yeah, I mean, you know, I I just rolled with it, man. But we also had a New Orleans style and then like a chili Mac dog style thing. There you good. go. That's it. All right. I uh, had supper about 45 minutes before we hopped on here. Mm -hmm. And it was a total Jekyll and Hyde supper. Um, <laughs> I'm one side was great. And that okay. was the three bunless all beef hot dogs I ate. Speaking of hot dogs, I had three sure. for supper. Mm -hmm. um theme bunless sprinkled a little of my homemade sweet relish across the top with a little mustard so good mm. but then the other day at hy-vee 
I'm walking the bean aisle. Oh boy. I glance over and I see. I'm sorry. There's an entire aisle of beans now. The wow. aisle that the beans are in. Sorry. <laughs> you you asked me about baked beans. Gross. <laughs> Disgusting. Get out of here. Oh man. Blech. I love them. It's so, like it, it's just from what I know about baked beans. Tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Is that they usually have a delicious? There. I mean, the sauce that they're in is usually kind of the delicious part of them, and then yeah, beans they're pretty much just, just like protein. pasta. I was going to say that pasta is the sauce. It's all about the sauce. The noodles have no flavor. I also had some Greek uh, chickpeas last night at the Bible study I was at. Mother of God, were they good? How gassy were you? Chickpeas are what you make like hummus out of. Oh, Mm -hmm. my goodness. Oh, they were so good. Like the oil and like herbs they were sitting in. Oh, Mm -hmm. anyway. That was off topic. Um, <laughs> he he yeah. left us for a moment. I was at Hy-Vee. I know you couldn't see it. I'm sure you could hear it, but <laughs> seeing it was a whole other thing. Yeah. So I'm at Hy-Vee. I'm walking down the aisle. I had just picked up some green beans. Loved to always have about ten cans of green beans on hand. And because in an emergency, ten is about the absolute minimum that you need. Yeah. Yeah. Big old snowstorm. At least I got green beans. I glance over, and I don't remember the brand, but I see. I see these baked bean cans that are just standing out to me. One was purple. One was orange. One was a buffalo baked beans, like okay. like just like a buffaloing flavor that Frank's yeah. Red Hot. I haven't tried that yet. Absolute gross. Yep. The other one was a Dr. Pepper baked beans. Oh, you should have known better. Made them for supper. Yep. Don't like them. Never buying them again. Of course you don't. Of course I you don't. I ate because... them all. I ate the whole can because I didn't want to be wasteful. <laughs> oh, but it man. did not taste great. <laughs> I added I I added a little mustard and some seasonings to it to try to make it a little bit better. It was it made it better, but still not great. <laughs> Dr Pepper baked beans. Uh, don't buy them, folks. Don't buy them. They're not good. Like I said, folks, this this art oh. this this episode is going to be just mainly food talk because I had a lot of it that we had to talk about. TikTok and Instagram are starting to corner me. They're corner me, and quite frankly, it's exhausting. Okay, uh, this is interesting. I bet over half of my for yous on Instagram and TikTok now are all food related. Mm-hmm. That I, apparently I've uh, I've shown my cards that you've I liked love, enough of them. I'm a food guy. Them. You've stared <laughs> at them the longest, perhaps fallen asleep while one was running, and then replayed eighty-seven times. Have to be my follower, food people. I, I yeah. love it. And the you're now are, and you're now feeling cornered by it, not catered to cornered because there's it's just a flood of amazing <laughs> looking recipes and amazing videos. And mm-hmm. I want to make it all. And I just I can't I can't focus. And then I end up just sitting there with the shakes because I don't have time to make all this food. And then I just have to put the phone down. <laughs> They're on to me, man. Uh, there's an there's an account on TikTok called Men with the Pot. Okay. They cook out like in nature, and the guy like they never show their face. All they show is just them making the food, and it's like ASMR, totally like ASMR while they're cutting stuff and sizzling stuff in their pans, and they're cooking everything outside over a fire. And it's super crunchy, and oh my gosh, just the food looks so good. That whatever that was, I sent you guys the other day. That like giant snow cone of italian whatever that thing was that, uh, they should uh men with the pot should do a podcast call and then just call it men with the pod yeah and the whole podcast is just 
them cutting things into the mic. Just they, ASMR cooking. That's it. ASMR An hour of podcast. ASMR cooking. Yeah, there it is. You've Dude, I'd fall. I would fall. I would love to fall asleep to that every night because while I was hearing that sizzling over the open fire, I'd just be picturing what it looks like. I don't you like drift off into a deep sleep to the sizzling sounds of bacon cooking over an open fire in the rainforest. That does seem a little dangerous, though, because I mean, people sleep walk, people sleep talk. If you fall asleep to food cooking ASMR, I feel like sleep eating is going to become uh, an epidemic. And then there's going to be house fires. And then you're going to turn on oh, the news tonight. Sleep cooking? Some guys I, I was just talking sleep eating. Oh, now we're talking sleep thinking, cooking? We're going yeah. a whole other level. <laughs> you turn on the news the next morning at like 6 o'clock. Some, it's some guy being interviewed out in his yard, his bathrobe. You see firemen behind him hosing down the house. I don't know. That, all I remember was going to bed and I woke up and the kitchen was on fire. <laughs> I See, uh, this this is a peek into our inner psyches because when I think of food, I think of somebody else preparing it and me enjoying it. Whereas you, uh, you're much more accustomed to actually uh, putting time and effort into the meals that you then consume. So, of course, your brain naturally goes to, I have to prepare it, that there's nothing ready for me to eat. And, this, you know, as, as close of friends as we are. Just a and couple as, chickpeas in a pod. As much as we would like to think that we're pretty similar. Wow. Just I just am a city boy at the end of the day. It is true. I should bring back some more stories of me and my me and my adventures outside. I should write a book. <laughs> I should write a book. I don't I don't I don't I, I don't know if the audience needs to hear this part, but uh, talk about theming. Uh, if that should be the only topic on any solo episode is just you talking about stuff you used to do by yourself. What an amazing like synergy! Oh, that would be fun. Is that a solo podcast talking about you used to do by yourself? I could yes. talk about the 1998 NBA Finals I played outside. Gosh, that was, a, you, that was an epic day. I'm telling you, the theming is disgustingly on point. Like, I think almost, the, I'm almost annoyed with how brilliant it is. You know, <laughs> I think on, I think in those 1998 Finals, I I think my third <laughs> attempt, I finally made the game winning shot, but I called it my first. <laughs> on your I called it my first attempt. And I was I remember I was pumped. I bet my parents were watching from the window inside like, man, I'm so proud of him. He won the championship. So I don't like to brag. But as I've as I've talked about on this podcast before, I I might be the most self-aware person on the planet. Again, uh, uh, a person that doesn't like to brag has a segment called Pedersen feats of amazingness. Yeah, th- this all tracks. Absolutely. Uh, and so, humble Adam has a humble comment to make. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. Full of humility over here. And uh, so uh-huh. Brett, Brett knows this story, but I I had a event the other night, and eight people. <laughs> yeah. Eight people here, and the person that was in charge of the food. I just I just had this. I've known him for a long time. Great guy. Good friends with him. <laughs> I take it upon myself. See, he says he's bringing pizza. I take it upon myself to go get two large orders of cheese sticks. Just just not to try to like show them up. Just to say, hey, I thought this would be good to go with it too. Knowing full well, we're going to need that to fill up with. And boy, oh boy, was I right. Eight of us, I get there. The person has two frozen pizzas to feed eight people. 
Uh, I am assuming most people out there eat basically like an entire frozen pizza for a meal. And so you take two slices per person of frozen pizza, that ain't going to fill you up. So I was on point with the old food spidey senses. People were very thankful. Some people texted me afterwards and say, hey, man, I'm glad you brought those cheese sticks. Would have been real hungry all night long. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to let them eat and choke and learn lessons the hard way. <laughs> uh, Better take that out. <laughs> Adam with his sage parenting advice. Yeah, yep. just let him choke. It's fine. Some oh. lessons have to be learned permanently. Someone has come up with a solution to the burrito that falls apart, folks. Yes, this is. Whew. Yep. And, and I'll tell you what, there's some places out there that make you some big burritos. And mm-hmm. you got to stay on top mm-hmm. of it or they might fall apart. I've We're looking at you, um, Pacos. Yeah, I've had I've had I've had a, a few a handful of times where I got upset that I had to finish my burrito with a spoon. <laughs> so, uh, this story is uh, about four U.S. engineering students uh, who were brainstorming the perfect invention for their product design course, and uh, with when lunch inspiration fell into their laps, it says uh, Aaron was eating a burrito and the tortilla opened all over her. That poor girl. And uh, this is a problem we can solve, they said. Uh, Guarino is the lady's last name. Aaron Walsh, Marie Eric, and Rachel Nye, seniors at John Hopkins University. It's uh, where smart people go to college. (laughs) Um, When they embarked on their mission to create an edible tape that could hold wraps and burritos together. And today they are proud of their prototype. And it's dubbed Tasty Tape. Um, Let's see here. They spent months studying normal tape and the elements of what it consists of. A backbone that holds its structure together and an adhesive that makes it stick to surfaces to try to find their edible counterparts. Uh, I could have read that sentence better, but it is what it is. (laughs) They They had three main criteria for their tape. It needed to be clear and colorless. It needed to have no taste and no noticeable texture. And after testing various combinations, they hit on the magic recipe, which is also gluten-free and suitable for vegans. I don't understand how tape could possibly be anything but vegan, but what do I know? Uh, they tested. It's just good to be reassured sometimes, yep. bud, you know? Yep. They tested uh, 50 different formulations before finding the winning Tasty Tape recipe. Uh, it goes on and on for a, l- a while longer, but these ladies, these ladies made tape that you can literally. Uh, here we go. I better not give up this article yet because I need to answer some of my own questions. <laughs> <laughs> there are three simple steps to using tape. Oh, the boy. first, you peel a strip from its waxed paper sheet. Next, you have to wet it to activate the tape before finally applying it to your tightly wrapped tortilla with pressure. Put some pressure on that tortilla when you're wrapping it. Uh, the pressure is applied to the to the tape. That's yeah, you, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Yep. Just, make, just making sure. All right. So I'm trying to see here. It doesn't I'm not saying like if it's going to market or something in here. I don't know. They're going to continue working on it as they get their masters. It says so. Who knows? Maybe a few years down the road, we could see tasty tape on shelves across America. <laughs> and 
you take that baby into the into Pablo's Pancheros wherever you go and whip it on there and make it. I mean, this this honestly inspires me to want to make like a like a thirty inch burrito at home. Okay, and tape okay. it up. You get they built this for the current size of burritos, Adam. They didn't think to themselves, let's make a burrito the size of three heads and see if the tape will hold. No. They did it within the current parameters, and here you are. The first thing you're doing, instead of using it for its perfect use of making your life <laughs> okay, better, let's push it as far as we can. Man, I just uh, the the. Mm. I should have been more self-aware. The, <laughs> it's not your fault that the the. I just want to be the Bill Gates of, America, of, of burrito tape. It's not your fault that the true essence of America flows through your blood so freely. <laughs> you know, just uh, that was a bald. It was a very poor bald eagle. Uh, there it is. Uh, even though your mic cut it out, that was beautiful. I just I just had a genius idea. Oh, brace yourself. Uh, Everybody out there. If you're every wa- moment if- of every podcast we've <coughs> ever recorded braced. That's yeah, the only way to be ready for every every listener right now hearing this. If you're in the gym, get off the treadmill and sit down. <laughs> if you're out for a walk, just sit down on the side of the road. You're going to want to be sitting down when you hear this. Pull over if you're driving, please. Yes, pull over. Put the vehicle into park. Thanksgiving burritos. We could just make one gigantic, like four foot long, one foot wide burrito. Hold it together with this tape. All your Thanksgiving ingredients are mixed together inside of it. Just cut off chunks of it and serve burrito. Thanksgiving burritos for Thanksgiving now. Or genius idea. You do the exact same thing with normal tortillas where you don't need this (laughs) one the size of your house. I'm always thinking thinking of it the wrong way. You just mix it all together yourself. I mean, don't get me wrong. Instead of making one 30 pound burrito, what if we just serve. (laughs) 31 pound pound burritos. (laughs) I love that. I love that we had the same thought, but also if you listen to that, not quite the right way, it goes from a 30 pound burrito to a 31 pound burrito. (laughs) It just goes one pound heavier. No, 30 30 separate one one pound burritos. (laughs) Uh huh. Yeah. No, I, I trust me. I understand it from an efficiency standpoint. There might be somebody out there who's like, build it once walk away so i get it i get it i just you're gonna again i'm gonna tell i'm gonna get i'm gonna tell you a story of how my why my brain makes things more complicated so (laughs) on the (laughs) you're convincing the audience i'm fully i've been convinced for quite some time on let's see here what was it episode on episode 65 of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast, uh, Ryan Burkhardt and I were discussing songs from like our school dance days, how smooth we were as teenagers when we thought we knew it all when it came to girls. And I was explaining to him about, I was telling him the best gift I got for a girlfriend in high school. And I was talking to him about how my high school girlfriend loved Jones Soda. And so I went to Stormlight Coffee Shop that sold Jones Soda. I bought 12 Jones Sodas. And then drank them all because <laughs> I wanted to buy a dozen roses and put one rose in each Jones soda bottle and have it be like a mini vase. And he looks at me and goes, 
why didn't if she likes Jones sodas, why didn't you just give her the twelve undrank <laughs> Jones sodas and a dozen roses as well? <laughs> I don't know. I thought the way I, I thought the way I did it was cooler. An empty <laughs> Jones soda bottle as a vase because she likes it. He goes, yeah, but she could have enjoyed them and also the flowers. <laughs> the best part it was, of it was the almost Jones like an soda. insult. It was almost like an insult. You drank yeah. them all, gave it to her, and said, "Hey." I got to enjoy them, not you. But here's I, some flowers. Here's something that will remind you of how <laughs> uh, perplexing this entire gift was in the first place. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the essence of something you like. Sometimes yeah. you just got to not overthink things. One final food thing. I'm sure this has been discussed millions of times all across the globe for decades. Sure. You get one truck stop snack the rest of your life. One. The rest of your life. You can only have this snack whenever you want to snack at a gas station or a truck stop while traveling. What is that snack? This is hard. It is, because I've got like three goat. Uh, and I'm glad that you specified snack, because in my brain, I'm thinking like Casey's pizza or popcorn chicken. That's not a snack. I mean, it could be a snack. Don't, I, I'm not here to judge anybody, but that's more. We're more in meal territory at that point. But snack wise, I've got like three go tos and they're currently I'm I'm stalling because they're having a full blown <laughs> fight. Uh, alley fight right now. Back alley snacks, know, knife fight. Um, yeah, these snacks are going full toe hair right now. <laughs> <laughs> I of all the things I never want to catch on. I, I would prefer <laughs> if it plows catches from on now on. When I'm going to snack, you're going to think of my toe hairs. No, nah, I'm not. I, I'm I, I, well, uh, that might be a good uh diet plan yeah to think of it um mm. this this food segment plows for sure <laughs> um sorry that i brought that up uh i gotta say uh it, it's tough but i think oh, i'm gonna regret this the second it comes out of my mouth skittles is a, original the original uh lime non not okay. people, which yep. are now back in existence Skittles is is one of my my current three uh, in a back alley having I'm a nice like three musketeers. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. I love. Don't get me wrong. Love it, but that no. I would never have that be the last thing I'm ever going to eat. Mm, never. I'm trying to think of a salt. I'm not. I don't know if you're a salty, a salty snack kind of guy. I I can be. I Skittles um, is all I can think of for you. Really. Okay. Well, that Skittles, was kind of that was like one of my obvious ones. I don't know yeah. the rest. Skittles did not win. Um, and I do enjoy salty, but when I thought about like one snack for the rest of my life, it, it salty immediately was jettisoned from uh, the options. Although those Casey's uh, New Orleans chips would have been close or, or the original, those, those Lay's Carolina barbecue, those probably could have. I'm going to go with strawberry Ah, sugar wafers. I should have known. Dang it. I'm going to go with strawberry sugar wafers. You for do a like those reasons. more than anyone I've ever met. I, I'm going to go with that for a couple of reasons. Reason one, it's, it is sweet. Uh, and I, I got to be honest, if, if I'm only getting one snack for the rest of my life, I'm going to try to enjoy a sweet. It also has texture. This is going to sound crazy, but it's probably the healthiest option I can go for because, <laughs> uh, a little however, airier, a little airier, less well, dense. That's the downside is that I'm never going to get full on them. Uh -oh. So 
if if this is the one truck stop snack I can have for the rest of my life, does that mean I can stop at every truck stop and get them? Because then it's bad news. Then I'm dead. I'm dead yeah. in less than 24 hours. He died uh, doing what he loves. Yeah. Strawberry sugar wafer, baby. <laughs> you did mention Skittles. I think my third in that would have been the original Casey's fruit snacks. Those Man, are those are good. Those so are fire. Damn so damn good. Well, I narrowed mine what about down. You? Yeah. I narrowed mine down to a top four. I imagine uh, yours being more of a salty. Beef jerky, teriyaki, yeah. sure. definitely salty. Uh, makes you super thirsty. It does. Uh, I went with cheese balls from the warmer. Okay. Okay. Um, I went with gummy bears. Sure. That'd be Black Forest, and I went with just a mm. your nice cold twenty ounce mellow yellow. Okay. okay. Does that count as a snack? I mean, a nice sugary pop. A diabetic would look at it as a snack for sure. So I mean, I guess, yeah. So my winner, um, I, it lasts the longest. It also fills you up while being just refreshing and slightly hydrating. Milk was a bits. good twenty wow. ounce Mellow Yellow. Uh, okay, I was okay with it being. People a snack. out there right now are swerving into the ditch that I yeah, think Mellow Yellow as the only snack I want for the rest of my life. I was okay with it being a snack because I didn't think it was your actual like number one pick. Now I'm upset. Now I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I what? Mellow Yellow huh? baby. Fills you up for a couple hours if you're hungry, plus also it quenches that thirst. I, I'm sorry. I just, I have to immediately call bull because if I'm going to the truck stop, like I, drinks aren't even on the table. Like drinks are just there. But as far as like regular food is there, drinks are there. Like, but the snack foods have been decimated. It's like, oh no, there's no more Twizzlers. But thank God there's strawberry sugar wafers. Meanwhile, you. You have eradicated everything for a drink that you are already going to have. I mean, talk about making your life harder. Man. If, uh, I, I, if I had to choose food, it'd be Black Forest Gummy Bears. To anybody, <laughs> that, that makes me feel better. But to anybody out there questioning Adam's love for Mellow Yellow, I think there is nothing more clear and evident than a full-throated belief that it's so delicious. It's his only snack for the rest of his life. That's Holy it. hell. 20 ounce Mellow Yellow, baby. Get this man a deal, a sponsorship deal. Drink Mellow Yellow. It's good stuff. Can I have that sponsorship now, please? I could live the rest of my life on Mellow Yellow and strawberry wafers. I I could not because, uh, unshockingly, they never made a diet Mellow Yellow. Did you know that? doesn't exist uh, still I, to this day. It's 2022. Oh, There's no such thing as a diet in I wouldn't drink that shit anyway. <laughs> diet do or nothing. All right. It is time for everyone's favorite segment. Maybe. It's time for Pedersen Luck. <sighs> Pedersen Luck segment is brought to you by Moonlight Lawn Care which is owned and operated by Steve Botcher. He uh, will take care of all of your aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilization needs for your yard. Uh, he does not mow, so just his main four are aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilizing. And you can get a hold of Steve for all of your lawn care needs at 712-749-0698. That is Moonlight Lawn Care. 
Let's see where you, if you can. Let's see if you can find the Pedersen luck in this story. <laughs> so, me and Tom Hankodai, who you hear on the Thursday episodes, uh, back in the day. Can I you, commend you real quick? This is the first time we've talked about. Yes, it. sir. How crazy you are to. Uh, you're you're already too busy to uh, produce and then edit a single episode a week. You, you <laughs> now I decided to do two. You, Not gonna you lie, it in, is exhausting. You bring in more people uh, and uh, smartly have uh, more available to you. But with the idea that you're gonna put some in the bank and in case you get too busy a week, have a backup option to stay on your weekly, uh, and instead stare that idea straight in the face and say nay. Two episodes a week. That yep. that is what I would like to do. So let me just commend you on your absolute insanity. It is good luck insane. with that. I, I I wish you well. Anyway, back to the I appreciate and luck. Yeah. Uh yeah. <clears throat> I'm already exhausted and tired and worn out. So let's give ourselves six, five to six more hours of work a week. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Tom Hankodai, who you hear on. Uh, most Thursday episodes and me we get done with baseball practice in high school one day Tom pulls up beside me says hey want to race <laughs> of course mm-hmm. and so I get in my 1991 Dodge Dakota he's driving uh I think he's driving like an old uh wasn't it a Buick, Buick? yeah I don't remember what kind those old those LeBaron? old square those yeah LeBaron LeSabre maybe a LeSabre there uh no it's a, I think it was a LeBaron Okay. And those old square bodied LeBarons. Uh, LeBaron's a Chrysler, though. I'm, All I'm right, so it was a right LeSaber then, maybe. I'm. Who knows? At this point, I've <laughs> completely ruined Buick Regal, maybe a small Regal. Who knows? I've ruined it all. I've done it all. And so, uh, so <clears throat> Tom takes off, and then I go, I slam on the brakes, go, oh, crap, I forgot. Uh, I Joel rode with me to baseball practice. I started driving off without, so I had to stop. <laughs> and I look over and I see Joel running towards my truck yeah. and those cables by the parking lot. He goes to jump them and completely clips his foot, face plants it, his oh. baseball bag and stuff go flying everywhere. But oh. he gets in my truck and goes, what the heck? Were you going to leave me? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I, said, I forgot, but I'm here. I didn't leave you. So I think, ah, crap, race is over. Nope. It's not over. I look, I look over there to my left by the track. Tom, he he pulled back in. He comes around. He wants this race to happen. <laughs> so, so the or old, so he thought. Yeah. So in left field of the old Elta of the Elta uh, High School baseball diamond, the the paths where cars drive and can park in the grass were always like seven inches shorter than the grass beside the path, and <laughs> and and so I'm in those paths. Tom is not. And so he comes back around and I, we like look at each other, make eye contact and I just step on it and we're going to race. So I go to drive a, off my path across the grass onto the uh, driveway outside the track where Tom is. I hit that elevated grass and go completely airborne. First time <laughs> in my life I'd ever been actually airborne in a vehicle. Didn't know it was possible. And all I see like life is happening in slow motion is me coming down directly into the back end of Tom's car. <laughs> and I smoke the back right end of his car, completely cave it in. It's messed up. Lights are broken. Bumpers are smashed. The hood or the oh, uh, trunk man. is like freaking tented up like in a triangle. <laughs> and Tom gets out and throws his hat at me goes what are you doing you hit my car <laughs> and I, I in my head i wanted i was thinking like well <clears throat> yeah duh 
but I didn't <laughs> want to make the moment worse. Oh, and boy. the front end of my truck, by the way, is destroyed. It's <laughs> making the most awful grinding, clicking noise. My hood, lights, everything just completely messed up. And so we look at it and say, well, I said, Tom, just go home. I said, you have your dad call my dad. They'll hash out the insurance or how we want to do this. <laughs> I get back in the truck. I haven't even paid attention to Joel yet. Zero he's, attention. He's sitting in my passenger seat rubbing his head. And I look at my windshield and my entire right half of my windshield is spider webbed. <laughs> and I look at him. I go, did you do that? And he goes, yeah, with my head. <laughs> I, I love the idea. Did you do that? No, Adam, your idiot driving and racing a friend did this. But yeah, so, my body was when we went airborne. Joel, Joel flew his head. He flew forward his head, spider webbed my windshield. Oh, I could have killed the guy. Yeah, I'm, I was just a terrible friend at times in high school, uh, <laughs> and it, still to it, this it, day, it, sometimes even it was the default. Yeah, the the times I wanted to have fun work. to be a renegade, and sometimes it comes <laughs> at a cost. <laughs> And so I go. Default state was trying to kill us, and the the exception to the rule is when we we weren't about to die. Yes. Yeah. So I uh, I go, Joel. uh, I'll give. I said, Oh man, I'm so sorry. I apologized a hundred times. Said I'm so sorry. I go. I'll take you home. Then I got to go home and figure this out. My dad and Joel just looks at me. Goes. I think I'm gonna walk. (laughs) He just gets out and walks home. And I had to go to basketball, something for basketball later that night. My mom had to drive me and we picked Joel up and it was just silence. We didn't say anything because <laughs> my mom was super pissed, probably. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, that was the I, there was not really some Pedersen luck in there. I just wanted to tell it. The, the Pedersen luck was probably that I, I was an idiot and caused it. Nope. But you could say maybe the nope. race never would have happened if. Uh, maybe that never would have happened if uh, I I wouldn't have remembered Joel. I don't know. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm gonna try to. No, the bat. Uh, you know what? Here it is. The Pedersen luck is that Tom greedily had to come back the second time. Oh man, he just keeps digging. Tom's fault. Wow. Okay. Uh, before you dig any deeper, let me try to salvage this. Uh, Joel, whenever you hear this, uh, what Adam meant to say was that the Pedersen luck is that he didn't kill one of his best oh, friends. Good call. Uh, that's the Pedersen. That luck. is in, that uh, is the reverse Pedersen luck. Very or good. also good. didn't uh, potentially kill Tom. Okay, yeah, that crossing two bridges there. But no, yeah. Adam doubled down on blaming Tom. Okay, sure. Uh, not that not that you weren't both at fault in the situation, but yeah, the <laughs> Pedersen luck absolutely is that no one was injured, uh, least of which Joel, who was an innocent bystander in your two dick measuring competition <laughs> in your vehicles. Yes, mind you. They're racing around a track that has uh, little speed bumps to slow you oh, down. Yeah. So that I mean, that's where they're racing too is an immediate speed bump. So like <laughs> the fact that this all happened pre-speed bump is kind of miraculous because anybody hearing like, oh, we were racing around the track, their instant thought would be, oh, Joel shattered his head on the windshield after a speed bump. Oh no, they found a way to do it pre pre-bump. So dude, yeah. It is an atrocity that we did not have smartphones back then to get these things on video. <laughs> I so badly would love to see like a third person view of this crash, like from 30, 40 feet away videotaping <laughs> it. Cause I bet it looks amazing. I, I think you should go to bed tonight counting your lucky stars that 
uh, it was much harder for video evidence to exist back then. That's true. You, you been would be, you would be serving time. Yep. Uh, I don't know if it'd be full <laughs> penitentiary style, but uh, some sort of time at, at the very least community service. So count. I've, your been, I've been airborne uh, four times in my life. And I was one of my three, pickups. So it's close. Uh, one time I destroyed the transmission. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time I wasn't paying attention to a new road being paved and before they smoothed out the edge of it, edges of it that went to the intersecting highway, I looked up with approaching the stop sign, no time to stop and freaking completely just two feet of complete air all the way across highway seven, almost rolled my truck when I landed on the other side, slammed my brakes and just remember going, whoa. Whoa! <laughs> just like screaming, what just happened? And then I started yelling at myself, you gotta pay attention, you stupid yeah. idiot. Yeah, did you yell at the phone? Did you yell at the oh, phones? Oh, I why? Remember, why were you looking at me? I, I remember yelling driving. at myself. I remember yelling at myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then the other two times I've gone airborne, both involved Tom, both racing, yeah. Yeah. once from his farm to, uh, to see who could be the first person to Burger King because that's obviously important. <laughs> and then this time where I just absolutely smoked him at the oh, ultimate baseball. <laughs> Brittle. Uh, I remember I was sat at home that night and listened to my dad have a conversation with his dad. And they just talked about what complete just disappointment. Don't worry. We don't want insurance to get involved. We'll just, we'll just take care of this on our own. Let's just both go back to raising disappointments. See, you want to you want to go back in time and hand over uh, video recording technology. I want to go back in time and set up a podcast to record uh, our father's thoughts during our worst moments in our wow, lives. Wow, that that's, would be very popular. That's that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. The Mike and Myron uh, disappointment hour. Uh, anytime you two got involved <laughs> in something, there's at least five or six episodes right there. Racing so. is so fun. <laughs> Uh, be responsible behind the wheel, everyone, please. Yep. Be smarter than us. Another time in high school, I raced a friend. He tried to e-brake it and like whip a 180 and just went straight into the ditch <laughs> on my highway. And luckily, my 1991 Dodge Dakota had a heck of a motor in it. And, <laughs> and I was able to hook my log chain up and pull him out with Your our towing parents. capacity in that little boy was ready to go. Yep. I remember it had a 5.7 oh. V8. And... uh <laughs> with no parents or police being notified, I was able to tow him out and not get in trouble. <laughs> Until right now. Yep. <laughs> statute of limitation. <laughs> I think it was like 2004. If it, the statute of limitations is 20 years and I and I ruined it at 18, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> That's a pod. Yeah, it is. Episode 68. The yeah. Brandon Sheriff episode. Wow. The Beast from Denison, Iowa, who's mm-hmm. an all-pro lineman in the NFL now. I mean, I don't even know why you said that out loud. Doesn't everybody know that? Jeez. True. Yep, good call. <laughs> all right, we learned a lot. Um, just if you like, I tell all the youth group kids when they graduate high school and head to college, if you just do the opposite of what I did, you'll be all right. That's what we learned. Just do the opposite advice. of me. <laughs> Certainly except not now. bad advice. Except now, I'm an upstanding citizen making good choices. So now, uh, follow my lead. Hat. Except for that hat. All right, listen to us on. We're pretty much everywhere you get pods. Find us on all the social medias. We're there. We're, we're uh, there. Content, TikToks, Instagrams, good times. <laughs> Find us and listen. 
uh rate us review us hopefully good tell a million friends and i love you but don't wait until you have a million friends to tell the million friends tell them as you go right. you'll eventually get to a million friends right. just like the rest of us yeah. right all right love you all thank you for listening and hut hut dip and drink a sun kissed and do some editing hopefully i'm done by 10 i started a little bit of it done by 10 30 and then should go to bed we'll probably go try to watch an episode of something which is going to bed so yeah i mean well it's <laughs> yeah. it's going to sleep i should say yeah. going to bed maybe not quite but yeah at least going to sleep <laughs> well good luck sir All right. mm-hmm. also just real quick for you they have a 24 inch python um hey, sounds like some lady's dream friday night again and true. don't drink drano that was a joke i i know adams wasn't clear but let Depends me know if you're constipated clear. or not don't drink <laughs> i that hmm. works on constipated drains i hear works as advertised i suppose yeah. in that scenario wow cleans you right out oh boy permanently yes. <laughs> how do you think i lost all that weight back in 2015 drain Oh. <laughs> oh. Train O. Oh, train O. <laughs>